0: What is good, everybody? Merkel Moman on the scene. Welcome back to the Half Size Up podcast. We are now at episode 15. And as you know by now, we are a weekly podcast for sneaker news, UK releases, global sneaker trends, and all things in between. Today's podcast is brought to you in conjunction with the Pink Miracle Shoe Cleaner, the original shoe cleaner since 1985. With me each and every week, I have my co host, Ash Bash.
1: What is good, people?
0: And Dean Still. What's going on? And this week in the sneaker realm has been pretty quiet this week, uh, which kind of feels like a breath of fresh air. In previous weeks, it has been pretty intense, so it's kind of good to have a bit of a gap. I was going mental over these uh, New Balance, ALD, AMR Manier freeze man. Proper, like, made me feel salty. Um, <laughs> anyway, over the past week or so, we've seen drops in the Adidas Cross Bathing Ape Superstar and Air Jordan 7 Flint, the Magic Mushroom SB Dunk Lows and the Yeezy 500 N Flames, which I actually thought were fire in my opinion. Don't know about you boys, but nope. I, I actually thought they were sick.
1: <laughs> Who said no? That was me.
0: Ash. <laughs> Anywho, today we do have a special guest feature on the show with approximately 18 years, could be 17. I don't know if I'm, I'm just guessing. Um, with approximately 18 years under his belt, sneaker collecting. He's that guy you thought was about 21 years old, but he is actually in his mid mid to late 30s. Daily, he posts about a 1,000 stories on his IG account. Here at HSU, we at him at every single Yeezy raffle, whether he likes it or not. He's the undisputed king of sneaker hoarding to Ash and Dean. His nickname is K-U-Y-A, a.k.a. Kuya, a.k.a. Big Brother in Filipino. To me, he's just plain old Jefferson Abenahar, a.k.a. Jeffers. Boys, give it up for at J. Abenajar, lads. Let's go.
1: Cheers! Oh, thank you, thank you. What's really good, people? Thanks for having me. Glad to have you on, man
2: great to have you on man that is that is quite the
1: intro
0: (laughs) (laughs) we had to to bring in the big dogs um but yeah jeff uh long time coming on man uh dope to have you on hsu uh only natural for the homie to come on the show so um we're glad to have you on the show man feels good to be here cool We're, we're gonna go through a few things with jeff on the pod and he will get to play sneaker first thing later on but for now let's get stuck into our first segment in which we would like to call Favorite shoe you wore this week. In this segment, we talk about our most favorite shoe that we've worn this week. And today, I'll be getting the ball rolling, so that will give you a bit of time to think about what you wore. So for me, lads, uh, pretty generic to be honest. Nothing, nothing too too hype, nothing too too flashy. Um, but I actually had on a pair of New Balance 327s. two sevens. Majority white mesh upper with a suede on the toe cap, a bit of suede on the aglets and a icy sort of outsole. Midsole is white also. Top down, it looks dope. Such a, such a dope shoe. Really fit into the feet. So that it looks cool um, if you've got, I'd say if you've got a skinnier type of foot. If you've got a wide foot, I don't know if it will really bang. Um, but That's yeah, me out
1: just... and Jeff right in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't even need to unlace my shoelaces.
1: No, slide it in there.
0: Fire shoes so yeah, nothing too, too heaty for me, just nice and cozy, nice and generic. Ash, let's go on to you.
1: Yeah, so I've actually been on annual leave all week, so I was like proper excited to rock all my kicks that I've been like waiting to rock and stuff. Then it rained pretty much every day and all the shoes that I'd planned on wearing, it went out the window. So I rocked a couple pairs, but it's more sort of leathery pairs than the sort of suede that I was going to look forward to wearing. But yeah, my favorite pair was the um, Air Force One Paranoise in the black with white swoosh so colorway. It's still breaking up nicely. I might have to accelerate it a bit, though, because one of the the right shoes is like breaking up so slow compared to the left. It's looking a bit wild out there. Like Anyone that sees me doesn't know what these are. Must think I'm some bum, but <laughs> that's how the shoe's supposed to be. Is that the um, 1.0 or 2.0? 1.0, yeah, the black one.
0: Fire. Fire shoe, man.
3: Best colorway of the two. Definitely, definitely. The concept looked nicer, it? on on the black one? It just works Yeah, I better. think it works a little bit better. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree, man. Um, D, what did you wear this week, bro? Uh,
3: Mo, I don't want to upset you, but I've worn oh, them three times since they arrived already But the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, ald five. You got a pair, so it's all right. It's it's, it's, it's like Jeez. you got you got a pair from the first. I think Jeff
1: got them as well, wasn't he? Has Jeff got you got ALD, only the ALD. only the first ones, the first red ones? Yeah. yeah.
3: So I don't feel as bad, but do you know what? It's that the shoe in hand is is really good. Like it, Fire it enough. lives up. It lives up to the hype. Like you, it's it's definitely like Instagram's favorite shoe. So it feels like a little bit boring, but yeah, it it. When you when it arrives and you see it and it just it's so wearable, uh, super comfy as well. Uh, just yeah, it's a great shoe. Um, now I want the other colorway, even though I didn't want it that much to begin with.
1: So yeah, my entries are in already. <laughs>
2: that, that new one where it looks like it's got a bread sole. Yeah, it, wait, oh, which hard, hard. There's like a new colorway. It's like white on top, but the, the the bottom of the sole looks like like a Jordan bread colorway. It's like grey with red. That. Oh, I've entered on end. I think it's on end at the moment. Go check it yeah,
0: out. That, it's like the USA, like a yeah, USA yeah. Oh yeah,
2: yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That's just
0: the sim- second ALD. Um, yeah,
3: yeah, shoe. yeah. That's the second colorway, isn't it? Yeah, that's really Oh, is nice. it number one? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay I, I, I was thinking that was a pass, but
3: after getting
0: this. Oh one, yeah,
1: you're right. It is that colorway. Yeah, so I was thinking about the sole. Mm. Maybe uh, that would we'll
0: definitely it. be like in my roster at some point. There's one shoe that comes before it, but that is the next shoe. That will, that will have to be in my roster at the some price point. The prices on them
1: is pretty low as well for that colorway, kind of way. So it's doable for sure.
0: 100%, man, 100%. Um, Jeffers, what did you wear this week, man? Let us know.
2: Didn't really have too much heat. I mean, I only went into the office once this week. Uh, and as Ash, le- Ash said, you know, the weather's not been too great. So I put some leather kicks on. I did have the UNLVs. Um, but I think my favourite one <laughs> I wore this week, <laughs> probably the favourite one that I wore this week, um, I'll uh, be going in the gym in the morning um, since the gyms are open. Uh, I ran out of tech fleece, so I didn't want to do any sneaker sins with wearing Nike and um, <laughs> Nike and Adidas. So uh, I had a I had some Adidas bottoms flying around, so I wore my um, Static Seven Hundred. So I think those are my favourite because uh, they're like quite comfy and anything three M. If you know me, like I'm sold.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fire shoe, man. so it? <laughs> proper bangs. Just easy, just super easy to wear. Called cool. All Fire Shoes, All Fire Shoes worn this week. Guys, don't forget to use the hashtag FSYWTW, favorite shoe you wore this week, so that we can feature you on the HSU stories uh, throughout the week, basically. So, yeah, don't forget to use that hashtag. Up next, we've got. I kind of missed this segment, actually, you know. It's
1: been a minute. Well, classic vibes.
0: Right it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where we get to know our feature just a little bit more. And because we have Jeff on the show, we wanted the listeners to know a little bit more about himself. So let's go to the man himself. So Jeffers, our first question from HSU is basically, it's real generic. What was like your earliest memory of you getting into
2: sneakers? I mean, uh, we went to the same primary school, so shout out to St. Francis. <laughs> so I kind of stemmed from there, like seeing people like Craig and his cousin, um, like there was Shereen and Rohan, That like, everyone used to just get trainers from America. Uh, I think at the time in, in, in primary school, it was like LA Gears and stuff like that. And the lights just come out and you're kind of like mind blown, mad. Yes. mad, mad. no one would wear that. They just wear them creps, like, on the way to school and on the way home. And just like, you know, that was kind of like my first memory of seeing them. Obviously, like growing up um, in the 90s in secondary school, it was more of like a a, a TN era. So like the 110 era. So Air Max Plus wasn't like too available here. There wasn't too many colorways. But if you had family overseas, like in America, you'd be like begging your aunties to just find the freshest colorways to bring them over here and, you know, kind of flex a little. So I was pretty much into the Air Max scene uh, in terms of those colorways and the fade. It was just one of those. I need to have that shoe. And uh, um, obviously, uh, watching NBA in those uh, those times, you know, I used to, like, idolize, like, Kobe and Jordan, watching their feet when they play. I was uh, more into the Adidas uh, Kobe era and uh, late 90s Jordan era. So there are quite a few stories I have regarding those shoes.
0: For real, man. Do you know what? Yeah, Jeff, like, yeah, as Jeff said, yeah, we have been mates for the longest time and we were mates in, like, Primary school, secondary school, college years, and then obviously into our adult years. But growing up with Jeff, yeah, he was that guy who actually had all the creps, you know, as well. He was that like, he was not quite he wasn't quite on Craig's level, yeah. But Jeff would come back from America, yeah, and you'd just be like, bruh, <laughs> like, like he had all the TNs, yeah. And the TNs back in the day, if you're like if your Nike's like faded, it had that fade. You would just gas, You're like, oh, Jeff, my <laughs> <laughs> From He's a mad. distance, and then um, he'd have like the Penny Hardaway's, the the Rodman, um, the, you know, the Grant Hill feelers, um, the the, the
2: Gary Payton, wow, the word, the, the worms, the, the Paytons. Like, oh man, I have a pro. I have a qu- I have a like story about them Paytons. Do you know the Paytons? The glove with the zip. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so m- most people got the black one didn't it. So. I used to back in the time like when you were watching like the box, you remember the box with the music yeah, yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> they had like public public enemy, like they had a music video and, and one of them was wearing the, the white gloves. So um, there was a housewarming when I was in America. So like obviously, you know, in our culture when they do housewarmings, they throw money around like in the house to bless the house. So you, you, <laughs> you take that money and you're supposed to like save it or whatever, don't spend it. And we must have gone night town in San Francisco. And I walked out with them, um, they were like a hundred bucks. I got the white leather um, patents. And then my auntie just asked me like, how did you buy that? I was like, oh, from the money. from the." I got in so much trouble for <laughs> them crap, but it was so worth it. I still got it to this day. So if I find them and clean them up, um, Whoa. I might have to do a post for those. Cause that's, that's like 90, 98. Yeah. 98. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: Jeff, you know that, um, exos, is it exoskeleton? The red that's palm, a- the, the a- monkey palm thing. On the gri- on the white pit it was green, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it's like lime green.
0: Yeah, like luminous like lime green. That is that's fire, man.
2: Yeah. One of my favorite pets.
0: That that's yeah, that's dope, man. Preference wise, just like obviously it's just sort of moving into the future and you know, with us being in like the digital age and being on social media, et cetera, et cetera. Do you prefer creating your own content or do you like do you prefer Collaborating like with your peers when it comes to, you know, having content to post on like your social medias, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
2: Well, I, I used to like, you know, to collaborate. Like, I think it was more of like if you're out and we're all together, you know, we would like collaborate and do pictures together. Like, you know, I've done pictures with you, with Ash, you know, with Inventive, like people like that. But now, kind of like, no one really sees anyone. I'll just take Crazy. Pictures.
1: Changed, it. That's yeah.
2: Whenever you're free or the sun comes out or there's some nice shadow, I will I <laughs> will take the trainers out and I'll take a picture. So for me, it's like I'm not really I'm not as consistent as I used to be, but it's just whenever I feel like it, whenever it suits me and I'm in a good mood, then I feel like posting.
0: For real, man. I mean, like respectfully, I think we all, you know, have a had a little spat where we like consistently posted and you know, you know, wanted to get our personal brand out there as well. And then Times have just come where it's sort of, I don't know, not tedious in a sense, but it's kind of like you're seeing the same things throughout your feed. Yeah. No, it's
1: just change. I used to be every day I had to post something. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I fucking make sure I get out and do something. Now it's just, yeah, unless it's like worth doing. Not yeah. post for the sake of it and,
2: now. And you know what it is? It was like a lot of people used to be like on the release day, post it first, and that you know. Yeah, that for me, big. I'll post that. I'll post that a month, two, three months later while everyone's won their payers because you know I just don't want to be lost in that. Um, everyone's posting the same thing. You just yeah. scrolling through your feed, so I'll just wait.
0: It's so easy to as well, like want to post like first or like get it seen or get it on foot and. Was well, that like,
1: like first regram in it? That's what everyone was yeah. hunting for.
0: It's true. Yeah. The times has changed so much since then, but, um, but yeah, if, if you guys have not seen Jeff's um, Instagram account, beautiful aesthetics, a lot of collaborations with a lot of different creators and, uh, yeah, it just always works, always bang. So if you ever get to check out at Jay Abenha on Instagram,
1: barefoot pics,
0: for real, man.
2: <laughs> no face, no case. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and, Jeff, just one last question um, before we move on to the next segment. Um, obviously, you know, we've we've probably been in the sneaker game for a really long time. Social media-wise, sort of MySpace, high-five, Facebook. Oh,
1: my days. Jesus Christ.
2: Aging <laughs> people, <five>. man. <laughs> Asia Avenue. <laughs> <Showing> <laughs> out Asian,
0: man. Come Avenue. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> What um so obviously we've we you know we put ourselves out there for the past like consistently, I'd say for like three, four years with our sneaker collection, you know, fit pics and whatnot. You know, in today's time, today's current climate, like what is the driver that keeps you in the game of sneakers? What keeps you collecting, wanting the next sneaker that's coming out, you know, what keeps you wanting to buy more sneakers?
2: That's a, that's a very interesting question. I think it, it's changed a lot. Um, it used to be back in the day, like, if you like a silhouette, like, you know, I used to be very into, like, Jordan 3s, Jordan 4s, um, you know, um, taxis and things like that. I'd like to have every colorway that come out. But now they've made so many, especially like with the Jordan 1, I'm a bit more selective of um, what I what I collect and, and also the amount that you actually still have and you've only got two feet. Mm. Um it's not sustainable, so I've, I'm kind of like a bit more. If I like it, the materials are, are a big factor now. So if they're like dunks are like SPs and because they do the collabs and like SPs because the leather quality and some of the new colorways, you know, when it comes with that McDonald's pleather kind of leather, I kind of <laughs> it's a bit more easier for me to pass. And if it's like an OG colorway, I might consider it because the aesthetic is is appealing to me. Uh, certain collabs, if they're done right, you know, um it doesn't mean if it's got a name with it that I, I'm going to want it, but if uh, if it's done right and the materials are there then you know that kind of keeps me interested and especially if there's a colorway or an og um shoe like uh, a jordan colorway that's just come out come back and it's never been out and i've never owned it that that also intrigues me to to go and buy um a pair like that
0: for real for real how much um how much does hype like percentage wise let's say percentage wise like on you how much how much like does hype does a hype sneaker like influence you to to be like no nah, I need that I want that um, <laughs> Does it, does it play
2: a big part I can't I can't say that I don't I don't look at hype I mean I think we all do so I would say mm-hmm. it probably influences me at least thirty to forty percent because you know sometimes it, it's hype that makes you look towards a shoe that you probably weren't even looking at before and that's for for most people and new people in the game. Um, hype does drive awareness and uh, I think it does play a slight role in, in my selection as well. Um, as I said you're being a bit more selective so you know, we've collected for so many years all these GRs, sometimes we're trying to condense and just keep pairs that you just are harder to obtain um, yeah. and you can just go back to the sneakers that you already own and remember that you can, you can wear them now, they're not just in boxes in the back of the room
0: I totally agree man totally agree I th- and I think we are all sort of guilty of <laughs> falling into hype, easily falling into hype.
1: I've bought some dead pairs, man.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, obviously, a lot of like our collections are sort of Jordan-dominated um, as well. But, you know, the the, the moment Virgil just drops like an uh, Air Max 90, Air Max 1, we're like, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right I've
0: got a few Air Max 90s somewhere <laughs> over there. <laughs> um, but cool. I just, you know what, like, m- big, massive respect to Jeff. Like, back in the day, like, in St. Bon's, shout out St. Bon's, we'd kind of stay after school um, and play basketball in the outdoor um, playground. <laughs> in the rain. Um, Jeff, Jeff would literally have one, like, he's Penny hardaway's ways, and we'd just be wearing our school shirts and, like, tucking our ties into our shirts. The short ties. <laughs> yeah. The short ties, yeah. He was on the short
1: tie flex, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> We thought we were bad mans like that, and <laughs> it like, um, But yeah, no, um, Jeff. Jeff's always been kind of like an uh, like an influencer to me. Sort of growing up, he is not massively older than me, but he Appreciate is.
1: That.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> he is older than me in that sense, but you know, he's always had like that kind of little influence on me as well. So he probably without you know Jeff and like having that kind of friendship. I probably wouldn't be as interested in the sneaker game, you know, if we didn't influence each other, I suppose, I guess, isn't it? Um, Do you know what's yeah. good
1: though, Mo? Like, if it wasn't for Jeff, I don't think I would know all of you guys at the moment because I think Jeff was the first one that I was chatting to on IG. <laughs> and then I randomly ran into Terso down Westfield. Then he was telling me about, oh, yeah, my friend Jeff who was, who was chatting to you. Then I started chatting to Jeff. And I started chatting to Mo, <laughs> then I started chatting to Dean, and then it just spiralled from there. So shout out to Jeff for getting this whole friendship, like, big group started, really. Just want us to chat in. Do
2: you want to go in a bit about how we first met Ash?
1: <laughs> was that the Oxford Street thing? <laughs> it, it
2: was, like, Regent Street. Do you know what it was? Because you were talking about hype earlier, Mo. So, yeah. like, <laughs> I, I was I, I used to watch um, Ash's videos from back in the day, like, from when he was doing Air Max Ones and, and stuff. But and then he started doing some Jordans, so he would come up in my searches. And then one video, I think, he had a Filipino T-shirt. So I said, like, what? Like your T-shirt? And then we just started talking <laughs> on Insta after that. Yeah. And then it was the cause drop. And talking about hype, you know, obviously it's cause in Uniqlo. Um, it was like, I work, like, near Central. So I was like, oh, you want to go for a job? And he was off. And then we kind of just met the first time. And it was just natural from there. We yeah, just literally, popped yeah, them clothes. Gone. And after that, like, history, is it?
1: Yeah, man. It's crazy. Damn, that was time ago when you think about it. <laughs> for real. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I was like, oh, my God, Ash is famous.
0: <laughs> so that Ash, basically, translation, Jeff stalked you first.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I liked his T-shirt, innit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I suppose I suppose Jeff was a middleman. He was a bit of a, a glue that brought us all together. Yeah, to,
1: proper. Uh,
0: to Jeffers then, innit? Cool, cool. Lads, um, let's move on to the next segment. So, moving on, we have... Sneaker news of the week. This is the part of the podcast where we discuss the biggest news within the sneaker world. Now, this piece of news guys is not massively the biggest news in the sneaker world, but it is something that has come to light um within the past couple of days and this week it's with regards to UV reactive paneling on a Air Jordan 1 silhouette. So basically The materials on the shoe, you expose it to some sun rays or UV light, and it changes color. Um, It's not the first time we've seen something like this, as we have seen this featured on the um, 2019 Chinatown Market Cross Converse in the Chuck 70 highs and lows. And uh, time and time again, we've seen a number of customizers implement this on the Air Force One or a Vans Old School. Anyways, back to the subject. Uh, Nike aren't just putting this on any Jordan 1. It's specifically going to be on the Air Jordan 1 mid. And uh, therefore, we'll push the Air Jordan 1 mid more and more into the public eye, even though it's already in the public eye that much. Um, as it stands, it does look like the UV panels chosen on an Air Jordan 1 mid will be, a, will be on the heel counter and the ankle collar, leaving the toe box and the swoosh on the mid panel in a regular white color blocking. Nike are going to be releasing more silhouettes with UV on it, like the Air Force One and the Edge on the one low. But my question is here. Have Nike exhausted their ideas in terms of design? Like, are the times of Tinker Hatfield and the Sergio Lozano long gone? You know, is this, is this kind of shoe for you, or is this a type of shoe for a new collector? Ash, let's go to you first, ma'am.
1: You know what? I've been thinking for a while, like... I'm not not that I feel sorry for Nike because they're a big company; and they're always going to smash it. But it's very rare that something like really new comes out from them that bangs. Like a lot of the stuff that comes out that people really like is retro stuff and retro stuff in a different colorway. This whole UV thing from the picture I've seen of that mid, obviously it's a mid, so I was already not interested. But seeing this, I'm still not even interested. If it was in a high, I still wouldn't be interested because I think it looks pretty terrible. I know there was those civilist dunks, I don't know if that was the exact same technology, but that was kind of kiddie. and these pair looks pretty kiddie to me as well. I think Nike need to, I don't know what they can do to sort of step up and get new silhouettes or new shoes that are banging, because, as I said, I cannot for the life of me think of something that's really, really new, besides that collaboration stuff, and even then, most of the collaboration stuff is with some sort of retro thing towards it, so... They need to up it, but for their own business, they smash it regardless. So I don't think it's like a big issue for them, you know? What's the last shoe that really took off? Maybe, I guess the thing is, though, like the 270s, the 720s, the, um, what's the shoe with the big soles in it, the Vapormax and stuff. They don't mm-hmm. work for me, but they are successful. So maybe Nike thinks they're doing a good job. Do you think those shoes are doing well in general?
0: I mean, for me, uh... It's just not something I would go to, but I, I don't know if it's a generational thing. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Does it cater to the new type of collector? Does it collect, Did does it go back to, I'm not going to say purists, but I'm going to say to an old, like more than 10 years plus collector. From I don't
1: think it does. I think of the exactly. Jordan 1s and stuff, they're doing well because a lot of people that are Jordan fans, even if it's like a Travis Scott, they might hate Travis Scott. They still like the shoe when it comes to like air maxes a lot of the new air max silhouettes you won't find the air max one or air max 90 head interested in any of these new ones that come out
0: for real for real um d what are you what are you thinking man
1: yeah i don't think there's really too much more i can
3: say outside of what ash has said uh about it um there is like it feels like there's like a a gap at the moment for um I don't know, like an innovation in in the new kind of silhouettes. There have been some successful drops, like, you know, the the new Air Max ones. But like you guys said, it's a totally different audience. And there's definitely like a disconnect between the people who like loved the older Air Max and the older Jordans with the stuff that's coming now at the moment. Um, I think it's like across Air Max and across Jordan brand as well. Um, So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting one because, like you like you said, more like the guys who love the nineties Air the Max ones and so on, they're not into the new Air Max. It's not
1: not a hit. Cool.
3: It, yeah, it's not hit. consideration changed. when they see it. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's not even like something that they'd even like give a second look, right? So, and mm. that tends to be the case with a lot of the Jordans as well. When Jordan Brand released new new pairs, it's very rare any of them are are well received. So. I, I don't know. I, as I'm not a designer, I don't feel like I can say, uh, "Oh, they need to do X or Y." But there's definitely there's definitely room for like designs where like, it's like you know they they can do something. They can definitely put a shoe together that we would like. So it's up to them, really. I think there just needs to be a little bit more of a uh, a freshness, I guess, in in the sort of silhouettes they're coming with. Um, do you think like?
0: Do you think they're sort of future-proofing does that make sense?
3: Yeah, I could, I, I could guess that.
0: Yeah, like so, shoes that are coming out now, ten years time, people are going to be like, oh my god, like I've really wanted them, you know, back in twenty twenty one.
1: Well, you might see in ten years time, some kids going to be like, oh my god, two seventies are back out. They, they, they slap. <laughs> and we'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But exactly. It is. Oh, it's like a cloudy air bubble. <laughs> <laughs> a giant cloudy air bubble. Uh,
2: <laughs> Jeff,
0: what's your take on it, man?
2: Well, well as is, as if they're running out of ideas?
0: Yeah, I mean, just your int- Like, the whole take on sort of the designs that are coming out are like... Is it the kind of shoe that you would actually go for? Or, the, you know, is it something for the future collector to be gassed I mean, about?
2: I think it's something to, to to entice new collectors, the UV aspect of it. I mean... On the mid, you lost me at mid, so I probably won't be going for them. <laughs> um, but like I, I do like the you know anything that's kind of changing because you know I like 3m. So if there's like a UV aspect and it's got like you've got two different shoes if you walk outside and you come inside, you know that is kind of appealing. But that silhouette in that height probably not for me. Uh, the Air Maxes, you know, I'm I want to say like early thirties, but I'll be lying. But <laughs> I'm kind of from the older generation, so I kind of like the original shape of uh, the air maxes so when they come out with things like is it 2090 what was the new yeah, um, was air max 90 yeah. that whole shape and they had the same colorways and everything like for me like i just can't see myself wearing it like i mean for the new collector they probably think this is fire it's really comfortable like more air like means it's better or something But, like, I I prefer the original. I like the recrafted series, like when they bring back the old G colorways, like infrared and things like that. But that shape is timeless Mm -hmm. to me. Bringing in, I don't know, different aspects or different tech to it. You know, they did it with the Jordan 1. They're doing a lot of sustainability kind of like materials and things Mm -hmm. like that. It doesn't really scream out to me. You know, I'm all for the cause, but it's not something for me (laughs) personally. So. You know, I think it is It is to kind of like entice the newer generation, in my opinion.
0: I just think all together, they just need to have a break with the Air Jordan 1, whether it's the low 100.
1: mid just let's just have prince a break. prince money though, man. Why would they? I don't know
2: about you guys, but have you guys been stopped wearing your 1s for a while for a big break and it kind of felt good just not to wear 1s yeah,
1: for, yeah, for I a have, bit? Yeah, Yeah, I took mine all <laughs> upstairs, all the ones by the door gone upstairs. Yeah, it, it makes, me make, not it makes it. you
3: not want to wear them because they're just everywhere whether it's the Every mids week. which are like on everyone's feet or like the new Jordan 1 releases that the highs that are just all over Instagram and yeah man it just makes it less fun it does do
0: you know what i just i don't want to sound like you know like like a gatekeeper or like <laughs> it's
1: so hard not to <laughs> <when
3: you're>
0: not... <laughs> i don't want to sound like a grumpy like collector mm. but it is absolutely everywhere. You're right. And they just need to have a break with And they and Nike can change trends. If anybody can change a trend in the market, it's Nike. Like they mark the best marketing in the world. Like so if if they did once move people to something like an air tech challenge shoe, that you know, it could be on trend. If they wanted to move to the flight 89s, they could they could make that, you know, they can make it trend. Like they just have to put a backstory on it and put it out in the market put it on the sneakers app, and it will sell like
1: do you think just you know how they say just give a shoe to travis and it'll blow up do you think that actually works as in like i know he had the 270 he had the jordan 33 do you think any of that changed anything for those two shoes
0: I don't know you'd have to look, really look at stats mm.
1: this, this is probably where we'd need um t
0: sneaker dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> the stats and the numbers are actually if you're listening to this now, Andy, obviously we at some point we've got to get you on, like, just to give us a breakdown of these yeah, numbers.
1: Crush the numbers.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, something like that. I think it'd have to be numbers, and I, pro- I, th- I bet you we'd be surprised.
1: I know people have bought the two seventy that don't like two seventies at all. So, but I don't know if they bought any other random GR ones. That's the thing.
2: Same with the Travis six as well. Like I just started seeing mm. people buying older pairs just to show that have a six so that it doesn't yeah. look like they just jumped onto the six, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. Suddenly they've got a 2012 pair on their page, which they've never <laughs> seen. You're like, okay. Oh, I brought it out of the stuff. vault.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Come on, man. You just bought that just like last week. Anywho, like if you're listening, man, come on, let's get some new silhouettes out there. Let's get some new colorways, some more innovative ideas allow this um uv changing shoe man i don't know if that corny and or what
2: I don't even work in this country because we might have four weeks of sun in it so <laughs> yeah, that's
1: kind right. of a fail in it for, for uk sales <laughs> just gotta bring a uv light with you
0: yeah exactly <laughs> just it's just triple it pictures but
2: going out
1: i'm not sure
0: <laughs> if you have to bring the uv light with you man is that a flex like you be in the club <laughs> you be in the bar you'd be in a club hold on a sec babe let me just get my uv
1: I'm sure people use those UV lights to see if Jordan 1's are fakes, don't they? I see them on YouTube.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, lads, that was a good topic there. Um, Right, so we're moving on, lads. It's that time again, our favourite part of the podcast, and we have HSU Question Time. This is the part of the podcast where we give you, the listener, a chance to ask about absolutely anything that's going on within the sneaker realm. And this week on HSU Question Time, we've got a ton of questions from you guys. Big shout out to everyone that gets involved each and every week. The first question comes from at live.dreams underscore. And he says, shout out to Jordan, by the way. He says, I've seen some really questionable colorways on classic sneakers recently. Do you think designers are aware that people will buy literally anything as long as it's on trend? While we gather our thoughts, uh Dean, let's go to you. What what do you think about what Jordan said?
3: Uh, yeah, I think you know, I don't think it's so much um uh, the designers that believe that. I think um I think the people designing these shoes obviously care about what they're doing and uh they effort goes in i you know i don't believe anyone that's given the chance to design a shoe doesn't really think the product they're putting out there is good in their mind but i do agree like a lot of i think particularly like we've spoken about already jordan ones there are so many bad colorways quite often released it's really like what last three four years there's there's been a, a lot of bad jordan ones and uh i think nike and jordan brand they in this they are happier to just put more stuff out so when there's more stuff there is going to be a, a dip in quality and we've seen that so i guess in some ways the brand are aware that they can put any colorway out and it's going to sell out but the designers i think you know i think They obviously like what they're doing, and you know whatever shoe they design, they've they've put their their effort and heart into it. So I don't want to be too like uh, critical on in that regard. But I do I I do agree that I think it's just a lot of the colorways now that Jordan brad wouldn't have done before. They're doing them now because they'll sell out. They will all sell out, right? So they're just allowing more designers more freedom. I think and. For a lot of us, that means a lot of colorways that we probably don't particularly like.
0: Totally agree, man. Totally agree. Um, Ash, how about you? What are you thinking?
1: Uh, Yeah, definitely. Sometimes I think that they're mocking us and seeing. let's make the worst colorway. Let's see if people buy it. And when it happens, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe they actually bought that one. Like the vaults, that vault pair makes no sense. That recent vault pair where it's like a different yellow at the back and a different, it just don't make any sense. I don't get the reason why, they, why it was made. I don't get anyone in the design room made that and thought that was dope. I can't believe that that happened. I can only imagine it was a troll job and it pulled off because a lot of people bought that shoe. <laughs> yeah, it really, it's, it's it's that bad to me. But I don't know. Designers, it feels like they're getting more freedom. Maybe they just got a bit bored and they're just like, people that is less pure, not less purist, but there's more people that don't really care about this being an OG colorway so they can go out and just make whatever colorways they want now but I do kind of think it's a good thing because while we personally probably love the OG colorways more and we'd like more bread releases more black toe releases and whatnot the majority of people would prefer more colorways because like how many people are super gassed about the shadow 2.0s that didn't care about the shadow ones and to us maybe shadow mm-hmm. one is way more important but to them it's just like a gray and black shoe that looks dope to them and they're going to want it even yeah. more than a shadow one so different people in a different crowd these days
0: agree man agree like just as as you said that ash i was literally thinking about that exact shoe the vault and it's weird <laughs> it though you up that shoe. do you know what do you know how many videos or how many like pictures i've seen of that shoe being customized really to, yeah to replicate like the ochres. Mm. <laughs> yeah 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 like, uh, but that's
1: the thing. Jordan will make colors super close to what you really want, yeah, and sell you yeah. it like five times, and then in the sixth year they will release the one that you really want, and so then you, take you it? end up buying for six shoes <laughs> of the one. You know.
0: Do you know a prime example of that is the? um Was it white heel, Chicago mid? It was like it wasn't quite the Chicago, but it was like with just one little panel change.
1: Yeah,
0: did that make it a
1: Chicago. Like, and it had the black toe Chicago as well, didn't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Nuts, isn't it? Like um, it Jeff, what's your take on this, man?
2: I think the colorways, as I said earlier, just probably to, to widen the market that's already there. Um, Design-wise, like uh, for myself, um, probably for most people here, like we like the original color blocking. So if it's like a Chicago color blocking or a black toe, uh, where just the back bit is is changed and the front is is just streamlined, that's kind of like the direction I'm going. But um, I don't know if it's more on the designers, you know, like because the the shoes are already there, the silhouettes are already there. It's just questionable about the colorways. It be like Ash, like Ash said, um, it might be like an internal pool that they're doing, and that person gets a bonus for see how many people can buy that colorway. Yeah. Some of them, some of them are a joke.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, that's actually a good way of thinking about. I it. I haven't
2: passed on this many ones in a long time.
1: <laughs> Man, one after the other, I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. Don't need it.
3: Yeah, I barely I barely buy them now. It's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, our next question is from at Omari Kuchiki. Hope I pronounced that right, bro. Um, controversial question here. Um, he says on Nike Talk, um, do you think well sorry this is a question that he's seen on Nike Talk. Do you think sneakers have become gentrified? Um Ash, let's go to you first. Um,
1: if we're talking about gentrification the same way you would say like how hackney has gone from being like a ghetto ends to having starbucks everywhere
2: and, and everyone wearing star- crop
1: trousers yeah. <laughs> and different shoes yeah. and stuff uh i guess so but whether it's a good or a bad thing um i would say that the community and people that enter sneakers uh is grown crazy like the sort of people that you would see that are now into shoes is not the same people that it would be before. But whether that's really a bad thing is, mm, I don't even know if I could say it's a bad thing. It kind of sounds rude to say it's a bad thing because what's wrong with people getting into stuff? It it does sometimes feel like when someone gets into something, it kind of ruins it for you. As we can, as we see, like everywhere we go, there's people wearing Jordan 1s now, whereas before it was just us rocking Jordans and suddenly everyone likes Jordan 4s because the Jordan 4 off-white came out. It kind of bothers you, but I don't know. But the actual question is: Has it been gentrified? I would definitely say so. From you can see from the people that are wearing it nowadays, yeah. Just whether it's a good or a bad thing, I don't know. What way I'd look at? It
0: yeah, it's it's sort of like a gray area in that sense because I don't know. For me, sort of a good a good example of this is like let's say fear of God essentials. Um, oh,
1: that's a great example.
0: I, like I was around during like season one you know, where they had the small logo, sort of top right pocket, top left pocket, sorry. Um, And then a little bit of branding on the left arm sleeve. Um, Then sort of season two came out, you know, not too many people knew about it, but it was getting a bit more hype. Season three comes and literally it is like the garment of every single person on social media. um, TV. Literally literally every YouTube, exactly like, um,
1: just the Love Island, Howie people, yeah. Once they get to it, it's game over.
0: And I, I, again, I don't want to be a gatekeeper in that sense, yeah. It's tough,
1: isn't it? That way, it
0: is tough, yeah. But you know, if, if people want the product, you know, they're gonna make it, and you know, it is on trend, it is on trend for you to be wearing Fear of God essentials, it is more affordable than the regular Fear of God line. You know, in the same sort of sense with sneakers, exactly what I said. like AJ1s, come on, man. It's like five years ago, it was just like sneaker collectors who were like wearing them and knew the colorways, knew the stories behind them. You know, fast forward to today, and it's just every couple of meters you walk. um, And I probably say that every single podcast, (laughs) it's the truth, man. And I agree man it has become gentrified in that sense.
1: I said to Dean before before you used to see someone rocking like bread ones and you'd say that's definitely a sneakerhead who's been in it for a while nowadays yeah. you would never know would you?
3: Yeah. No. That's that's the that's, that's a big big point is that you when you saw someone in a in a shoe like that you knew they were into shoes like it wasn't an accident or they didn't like stumble into it or something yeah, it's now not really a uniform now if you see someone in them like you could go up be like oh your shoes are great and they'll be like yeah but they wouldn't know a thing about them or (laughs) the story or yeah it's different and uh obviously this topic is like it's tricky you want to tread carefully with what what we say but uh how we put it rather but I do agree like there is elements of gentrification going on in in the sneaker world uh just the audience alone um kind of highlights that but like i said whether that's a good or a bad thing i don't know i think we are seeing some like longer time collectors feel a little bit alienated uh by their favorite brands um
0: mm. I don't know I've
3: seen a lot of Jordan heads like feeling like Jordan Brand are, are catering to them less and less. Um, so it's an interesting dynamic, right? Like because Jordan Brand needs to cater to that audience and the newer audience, and it is very different. And I think we're in this like kind of crossroads in the culture right now, where um, you know there's a lot of people who've been doing it a while, and there's a lot of people who who are into it um, newly. Some of those people genuinely really like shoes. They've found something they're passionate about. And some other people are more into it for, you know, social media and stuff like that. Um,
1: Which is fair
3: for them. Yeah. I mean, to each their own, it's a totally different generation. I think to a lot of the kids growing up now, their celebrities have been on social media, right? Like, so it's a totally different kind of world to the one we're used to. Like, when I see someone huge on social media i it's cool but i don't think like i don't like idolize that person in any way but maybe Mm. if i was growing up now if i was in my
1: late teens i'd love to know how i would take it you know yeah you know it's impossible Mm. to
3: to know isn't it so yeah it's a tricky Mm. one but i do think there are elements of gentrification there's a lot of people now using there are people using shoes for gains in other areas I think
0: so 100% man 100% like you just see it all the time and you know you know who it is as well it's it is obviously people in the community yeah. that you just know so it's just, yeah it's, know, it's,
3: not, it's one of those things you can always like when you go on someone's page or you talk to someone you can tell where their head is at with all that sort of stuff you know um yeah like I know when I'm talking to someone, if I can have a conversation about the history of Jordan Brand or something like that with this person, or if my conversation with that person is going to be a little bit more, um, you know, top level, uh, more of a superficial conversation, you know, about yeah. perhaps uh, shoe design or the way a shoe looks or something. So it's different. It's different.
0: Totally agree, man. Um, Jeff, just a quick, quick take on yours, your your perception of this.
2: I think it, it's just, you know, the audience has been widened, uh, basically. Like, I mean, I could be on a bus and, you know, I mean, I welcome it at the same time. Like, I see girls wearing Air Force Ones, which I didn't used to see before. I see a lot of Jordan 1 mids and Jordan 1 highs, you know. I respect that. Like, um, when I'm in the gym, I see females and males wearing Jordans and they didn't used to, like, a year or two, year, or two years ago. Yeezys, like, you know, I, I think there is an element that it's gone a bit more mainstream than it used to be. Um, back in the day, you would, you know, as Dean said, you would tell if someone's wearing like bread ones or something, um, you could just tell they were a sneaky head and you'd give them that nod and that little kudos. And you kind of like, yeah, you know, that respect. <laughs> uh, but now you just really can't tell. <laughs> you just really can't tell. But um, yeah, I just think that the audience has been widened. So I wouldn't say it's a negative thing, but I just think there's more access to, to, to shoes now. So it's a more available.
1: No, nah, for real, man. I, I, I agree totally. And it's good for the companies and the brands. They're killing it.
0: Cool. Next question is from our guy, our homie, at Lone Ranger. Oh, this is a spicy one, lads. Um, are all sneakerheads sneaker collectors? And are all sneaker collectors sneakerheads? Uh, so this is what... He said, I see a lot of big collectors who claim they are sneakerheads, but the whole collect their whole collection is DS. Do you think they actually really love the shoes that they wear?
1: That they own, not that they wear.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> <They own. laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, I think I will jump in on this one first and let you guys gather your thoughts. But literally, I mean, just time and time again, do you know what? There's... Um, there are a lot of big sneaker accounts out there, and there are you know accounts that are getting x amount of likes, um, x amount of follows, you know, getting regrams from you know big accounts like StockX and Collect and all that kind of good stuff, right? But like these sneakerheads are, I I always distinguish the two terminologies as sneaker collector is somebody who, who's who been collecting, you know, since, I say, mid-2000s. And, like, you actually have a genuine love for collecting sneakers and you will go to the ends of the earth to collect, to purchase uh, a sneaker. Even if it's not high, you know, that's my definition of a sneaker collector. Now, sneaker head is somebody who, like, just buys the most latest sneaker, you know, wants the likes, wants the followers, wants the clout. Um, And, yeah, you take take from what I said, you know, however you understand it. I don't know. I just think to myself, there is a difference between the two. Like, one's got real love for sneakers, and one is just there for clout. And we see it time and time again on Instagram. Some people are not even wearing their sneakers. Um, I mean, some people literally i've never seen them wear their shoes once um and that's probably not my business to be fair it's probably not my business for me to know if they have worn it outside of what they're posting but i mean i know as a collector um if i buy a sneaker i i need to wear that sneaker like i'm going to wear that sneaker and i will be wearing that like probably as soon as i buy it or maybe a week after i buy it or something like that i mean The difference is, like, you'll just see people who are literally buying for the gram. Like, they literally buy it, it comes through their door, they take it out the box, they take a snap, they put it on Instagram, get the likes, put it back in the box, and let's just chuck it back to the top of the pile. You know, and as opposed to a sneaker collector who actually, like, they're sitting there, they're loving it, they're they're looking at the materials, they're understanding the story, they're understanding the design, they're wearing it two to three days days consecutively and yeah they just have a genuine love they give back to the community so that they give their input on how they feel the sneaker culture is at the moment for me that is a sneaker collector and i'm not going to say one is better than the other i just know one has more of a passion over the other if that makes sense so with that said um ash let's go to you what, what's your thoughts man
1: <laughs> right so for me there's a variety of um different categories you get people that are like collectors that are, might be like a ds as i call them weirdo collectors that just want to have ah. every shoe and have it ds and have it in the house i personally can't imagine like getting the neutral grace and be like oh my god i finally got them then put them on the shelf and never wear them that just I don't even get what's exciting about it. Might as well look at a picture, whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't don't see the point of having it if you're never going to wear it. If it's some old shoe, fair enough, but have a new shoe and not wear it. I just find that really weird. Then you have like a sneaker head, which is what I would say I am, where I'm just a fan of sneakers in general. I might not make a pickup, but I might still like a shoe, might appreciate the shoe just because I like shoes in general. Then you get the hype beast that just want the hype stuff only. A lot of clout (laughs) chasing. Then you get some people that just need to have stuff just for the gram and they never know, like three months later, they're putting up want-to-sells of their shoes <laughs> when literally they were gassing up like, this is the best shoe I've ever had in my life. I can't believe it. The next thing you know, they're selling it and it's just like, did you like the shoe or not? Because <laughs> how can you be selling a shoe that you said is the best shoe you've ever seen? So you get a yeah. bunch of different kind of people in the community. Whether one's better than another, it's up to them. But I think people should know their lane and what they're sort of in it for you know what do you think Jeff
2: yeah I mean as you both said like I think there's different types of collectors uh, and there's hybrid collectors that do a bit of both Um, I personally wouldn't buy like there are people that buy the shoe it it may be OG it may have sentimental value and they might not even buy it in their size they might not ever put it on but it's history and, and they want that in the collection that's just like a must for them um, there's people that buy them buy doubles and they just leave it leave it in boxes may come visit them once in a while and look at them i think you said you, you call them weirdo collectors but um <laughs> there's, there's those ones as well um i always go for my my size personally uh, i'm That's a bit sad. of a, a, a mixture so if i do have anything ds it's because i'm waiting for the right opportunity to rock them <laughs> it's not the greatest weather right now but yeah there are maybe a handful that i still want to rock it might take me a while to rock them because i you know, it may, may have taken me a while to obtain them. So I want to make sure I break them out at the right time. So there's people that, you know, want to break them out at the right time. Uh, there are people that, you know, obviously only go for hype. Um, and you can tell who those people are because they don't have any GR of the same silhouette unless it was a collab. You know, there's the <laughs> kind of collectors. And there's some people that are just FOMO. So they, they'll they literally buy everything because uh, a retailer will be gassing it up <laughs> and they have that in the collection. And you never see it again after that first post that you've seen never ever seen that in the collection again so i think i'm a bit of a hybrid like i'm a i'm a collector but i'm also a sneakerhead because i like what i like and if i buy it it's for me uh, and i'll get it in my own size and i'll make sure they get rocked eventually
1: yep yep
0: very fair very fair take there jeff i like that um dean how about you man
3: yeah i mean it's pretty much the same i do think uh, there's just a lot of greed in the sneaker world i think i'm um, a bit of a hybrid like Jeff was saying like there are pairs that are historically important to me like OGs that I really need to have and you know those some of those pairs I'm like cognizant of the fact I won't wear those loads but I will wear them but just it's more the history of the pair and you know what it means in that sense to me but there are other pairs where I just I I have to like the way it looks to be honest and um I'm at a point with it for example like where even if I like a shoe, I'm just very strict. And I'm if I'm if I'm not gonna wear it loads or I've got similar pairs and it's not historically important, I'll leave it. And I think a lot of people are just have lost kind of touch with what, you know, what drew them into collecting shoes in the first place, you know? Um when you have so many shoes and you're getting everything, there's no like hunt for a shoe. There's no like you have more of a connection with each pair when you can remember what you have. It's um, mm,
1: true.
3: When you've got so many shoes, you can't remember what's going on. Like it, it just dilutes the whole thing for me. Like I, I just don't get the same enjoyment. Um, I like having a, like a little bit more of a, when I say smaller, I'm talking like we still got loads of pairs. So I'm not talking yeah. like 10 <laughs> pairs. I'm talking like, you know, I'm talking 70, 60 pairs for me. Double digits, basically. Yeah, like I would like to ideally have 50 pairs. um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's way too much already. But when you love shoes, there's a lot of different shoes you love, right? But there's also a limit. And I think um, it's hard to judge now. But I see guys with 80, 90 pairs unworn. I think it's weird. I just think I don't get it. Um, I know shoes are like art. And some shoes you may want to double so you can wear one. And uh, I do that sometimes when I really, really love a shoe. But outside of that, it's, I don't know, it's confusing. It's hard to say anymore um, with the influence of social media and all these other things where what someone's drive is, uh, before it was easier to tell, you know? Um, Yeah. Because there was always
1: a major thing as well, um, Dean, because of a lot of the collections is Jordan 1s. Jordan 1s come unlaced. So when someone's yeah. posting, here's yeah. my collection, and then like 90% of it is unlaced, you're like, what are you yeah. doing, man?
2: There are so when you many. see the lace bag
3: on
1: there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There are so many
3: of those in the community, and there's there's like, I, I won't say his name, but there's one guy in particular, like, he's a cool dude, but whenever you post something, all I see is like, <laughs> Jordans, loads of Jordans with, uh, completely unlaced with the bags on, and I'm just like, like obviously, he loves it because he's not selling them, is he? But mm. at the same time, you're just like, just why? It to have it. Why do you need them all? Hording, like, it's hoarding, man. exactly. Like That's to me and it's greed. It's like, mm. it's greed. It's just greed. I think in the world we live in now, there's just no need
1: to have. Um, it's just having it to say you have it.
3: Yeah, there's no need. There's just no need for that level of volume on... on um, on this thing i think when you when you're a, if you if you're really a collector like you have tastes right so like you're going to be more pragmatic and pick the things you like um someone once said that like, you can tell more about someone's collection from what they don't have and i think that's so true because when someone's got everything i can't tell you shit about what they like because they've just got everything you know um,
0: that is such a true statement man yeah i think
2: I think it's actually worth mentioning as well that there are a lot of uh, influencers out there that get seeded pairs. So um, you do see some people that they, they they do have a style, but then they'll post something out of the blue that yeah. you know that they would never wear, but then they'll yeah. just get rid of it after the post. So after the post, I don't, I wouldn't, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't consider them a sneakerhead or a collector. I think they're getting a promotion out of it. They're going to get some kind of benefit, and it's mm-hmm. their motive. They'll post it and then done.
0: So true. That um, that's a really good question, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate that question, man. Um, next question is from our guy, Mike and Kick. Shout out, Mikey. Um, do you have a written list of sneakers you want to get? Uh, if so, what is your top pair that you want to get? Um, Jeff, let's go to you first. Like, what's your top pair right now? This current time, what <laughs> is the pair you I- want and are going to acquire?
2: I already know. clear Ash knows what pair I want. <laughs> Because oh, yeah. I get angry every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I've always wanted the the bread one, uh, Jordan like Jordan ones. I've always wanted the bread ones. <laughs> like I came close to it one time, came back and it was gone. Um, I have got you know got a pair customized uh, from the UNC to Chicago's, which is actually better leather. <laughs> but um, I do actually want a pair, so I am hoping I struck out the the first two times when it retroed. I'm hoping the third time I don't get an L you know, to to bots and things like that because I need to obtain that legitimately and I don't want to pay resale.
1: You're going to get those patent leather joints?
2: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'll have like five, six different versions of the bread one and that's oh, not no, the bread one, one. So you I, I could have just paid resale for that bread one for cheaper. <laughs> you know horrible. what I mean? But yeah, that is like, I think one of my grails Like I need that shoe.
0: Jeff, you know, if you get them patent ones, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it.
2: You're going to mat it to me.
0: I just recently um, bought the Krylon Matte finisher.
2: <laughs> did you do that on the uh the, the sbb 3.0
0: potential potential project future project so yeah oh, that's right. that is in the pipeline so um, we'll talk we'll talk <laughs> I'm back. I'm back.
2: <laughs> but yeah that that's the one you, for me yeah.
0: <laughs> cool ash how about you man your number one pick at the moment like it was oh. the nba um
1: it's i'm not gonna say it's always a shattered backboard but i'm not paying for it so just Forget that, but pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> um, it's gonna be probably the A6 Joe Light 3 A few quays in the orange colorway. Perfect. Really want pair. It's on my radar, but prices just ain't coming to where I want them to be, man. It's not happening.
0: Fair, fair. Uh Dean, how about you, man?
1: Do you know? Um
3: I've got most unfortunately i have to say I've got most of the, the grails that I've wanted that are obtainable um at this point but there's always been a couple of a couple of pairs i wanted for a while now you know what um i wouldn't really say it's a, it's a fair shout but ever since i saw the picture of the uh the low villain over dunks i really wanted a navy a low navy dunk but to be honest with you if I really think about it, I could live with it I wouldn't pay resale for a pair, so I don't feel like it's a it's a true sent, uh, statement. I don't know. I, there's not a lot of shoes that excite me at the moment, and I can't really think of one pair I'd want to go back for. If the Sakai Black Vapor Waffle was £200 cheaper, I would definitely go for it, but <laughs> I am paying £500 for a, a Vapor Waffle, so mm-hmm. uh, phew, there's not a lot. Um, it would be dope if we could get that, uh, that metallic uh, purple Jordan one, I was really excited about that. But then I've seen yeah. the way it's looking. And, uh, Is it looking a bit funky? The, the, yeah. The ankle really? collars looking a bit weird. I don't know. It's a
1: women's yeah, pair, right?
3: Yeah. So hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I've always wanted to get a pair of Villanova Dunks uh, just for the colorway because I like uh, navy blue. But they're retro in that now, so it's going to come out in some synthetic leather... Garbage, I'm sure, so I'll cop one of those and hopefully it's not too bad. But the dunk levers has been like just beyond shocking, man. It's so bad.
2: It kind of makes you want to beat them though, so you don't feel guilty wearing them.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you know what? But like for retail though, can't pay every part of
2: a part of me, like low key, hates them at the same time because
3: they feel so (laughs) cheap. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird one. D,
0: would you actually say you're Villanova guy then for NCAA?
3: Nah, 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 nah. It's just a shoe. When it comes to NCAA, I don't know. I, I don't really have a team, man. I don't really have a team like that. I just like to watch it. Do you know what?
0: Funnily enough, funnily enough, I'm a Duke fan.
1: Really? Uh, there we go. I'm Duke of blue. This guy's a blue master. You're joking. <laughs> hold so, on, hold, hold on. on, This is
3: the What the <laughs> fuck,
1: man?
0: Let's not go into it, okay?
3: Oh, Anywho. No,
0: <laughs> Anywho, Mike. Oh. oh, have I done mine? I haven't done mine. You know what, guys? You've all said, like, fucking dope pairs of shoes. I'm just going to sound like a fucking hype beast now, man. I AM, but... <laughs> am.
1: Perfect. We're getting Do them, you... though. They're coming out this month. I can feel it. We're going to get them. Don't worry about it.
0: I, I prob- Do you know what? I, I need these... MR money every is man, and
1: it's happening. Just, Price is coming down,
0: it is. Man, I'm not coming. paying a
1: grand for those, no chance.
0: Every single day, I'm checking Ash like literally every day, and it's like it's coming down slowly but surely.
1: I just wonder if a EU, EU release is going to make it go up again. That's the scary thought,
0: yeah. I'm not exactly hard that, to predict, that, exactly. That's what I was thinking. So, I was thinking, do I Do I give myself a target price and then just pull the trigger? throw a bid in at
1: what you're comfortable with in this way, maybe. If you get two pairs, happy days, eh?
0: Yeah, for real, man. I won't post the first one, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mikey, that was a wicked question, man. appreciate that. Our last question, lads, is from at Chaldrito. I hope I pronounced that right. This one's a nice, light-hearted one to end on, actually. Um, What's your cleanup routine if you have one? I feel guilty putting away dirty kicks. Dean, let's go to you first, man.
3: Do you know what? I don't really clean regularly, but I do have a thing where I told you guys before, if I put the shoe back in the box dirty, I'll remember that it's dirty. So, like i'll be che- i'll put it back in yeah. and i'll be like that's dirty i shouldn't have done that but i've done it now <laughs> and then like six days later i'll be like all right i'm taking it out and then i'll clean it so it bothers me um but that's just if it's like re like i notice like significant dirt like on the midsole and shit um outside of that i'm pretty lazy with my cleaning um I don't do it that much. But I will give my shoes a wipe if I if I think they need it. Uh not crep wipe, just like any sort of wipe. I don't uh I don't use any sprays or anything like that either. Uh don't like that stuff. Think it's weird to put that sort of stuff on your shoe materials. So um yeah, yeah it's not for me, but to each their own. Uh but when it comes to the cleaning, yeah, just very light cleans here and there when I when I think it's like badly needed only.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Um, Ash, how about you, man? Yeah, same as Dean, really. I'm not a major, like, unless it's crazy dirty, like, massive bits of mud on it, whatever, I'll, like, do a quick, like, baby wipe or whatever when I get home, but nothing yeah. crazy. I've put shoes into the box where they're semi-dirty, but as I have a shoe rack by my door anyway, so normally it goes in the shoe rack, but if there's, like, grossness on the bottom, it's not going to go on there and I have to put it on its side, then I'll eventually scrape that off but I, my shoes don't really get that beat to be honest I'm not like running in the mud like some madman fair enough fair enough um jeffers what
0: about you man if yours are super dirty like what do you do I'm just chuck them
2: well I'm, I'm opposite of dean so i don't I, like for leather shoes i don't really do much but if they've got material nubuck and things like that i have spray near the door so if i could see the weather's a bit cloudy and it might rain i'll spray them so they never get to the point you know they last longer they never get to the point that they're really beat but um things that i'll beat i'll just probably just do some jason mark if they really need it but you know i'll always have a crap wipe in the car or in my bag um just if i want to be fresh but i think it adds a bit of character if it's got a little bit of dirt on it i don't want it to look like i just wore them today and i only de mm-hmm. de it so like, i don't mind a bit of dirt but yeah if it if it's like a stain or something you know that's going to bother me i need to change my shoes <laughs>
1: You ever had any trouble with a spray before? You ever had any No, I haven't. People are saying that it changes the
2: colour of some shoes and stuff, but I I only do it on material ones, and if it looks like it's going to rain, that's the only time I'm going to do it. Other than Mm -hmm. that, I'm not really OCD about it. only thing I'm OCD about is just having the laces the right length and (laughs) the right direction, (laughs) but but dirt doesn't really
1: bother me too much. Fair play.
0: Yeah, fair enough, man. So I think, yeah, pretty much all round for me as well. Um... Luckily enough, I don't really, really get my shoes dirty like that. I'm not running in no forest and shit like that. Um, I usually drive everywhere, and everywhere I drive is, like, indoors. Yeah, and I, and if it is sort of, like, raining or whatnot, I'll just wear crap that I know I can just be and, like, not give a crap about. But, yeah, I think, what, cleaning routine? I would say I do have a box of, like, Jason Mark wipes, um, obviously we do have the Pink Miracle Shoe Cleaner. Shout out the guys over there who, you know, they they sort us out with cleaner. And actually the other day sort of went to the park with the little one and like like a dummy, she kind of, she ran into like really muddy water and she didn't know it was muddy in there and she was really upset. So (laughs) as soon as she got home, I had to pull out the Pink Miracle Shoe Cleaner stuff. And like, it really works. So, I mean, for me, unless it's like a really, really severe case of dirt um i think i'll just give it a jason mark crep white to be honest um
1: yeah most of us don't really get caught in the bad situations. we know what we're doing and that we're not going to wear suede when it's going to be snowing or some shit
2: we check the weather before we leave the house
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know as a as a collector or like as a sneaker collector you just these are like precautions you take before you know you before the fit you know (laughs) (laughs) you think of the shoes first, don't you? Um, But yeah, wicked, wicked question. Really, really appreciate that. Um, Guys do get involved in HSU question time. We get that out one or two days before we record the actual pod. So make sure you're submitting your question so that we can chat about it because this is our favorite, favorite subject. Um, But yeah, get involved. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. You're getting involved guys. Moving on to the next segment, lads, we have Cop of the Week. In this segment, we discuss what sneakers we copped or wanted to cop this week. And this week, we will start off with Ash.
1: Yeah, there wasn't actually anything from my memory that I actually wanted to go for this week, which was amazing. Loving it's a light week. It means no money's being spent. But I did finally get my ALD 550s. They arrived. Me and Deans, we finally got blessed with our pairs. We were super worried about that. I was like petrified that yeah. they weren't going to come because I kept seeing them on the feed and they just looked so fire. I was getting super nervous. Then I was nervous that I bought the wrong size. But mine fit me perfectly. <laughs> they look dope on feet. So finally got those in hand. I need to get the other colorway now. Yeah, I need to get the other colorway now. But other than that, there wasn't, I think it, what come out this week, nothing crazy. So, yeah, I wasn't really. Quiet, man. Super yeah, there quiet, was huh? those Jordans, the mid, the Zoom and all that, which was like a kid's yeah. pair. There I was just... those spring water dunks that I wasn't really interested in. So, yeah, light yeah. week for me.
0: Cool, cool. Uh, Dean, let's go to you. Any uh, pickups
3: this week? No, man, just the, like uh... I oh, the ALD arrived. I've worn it three times already. Uh, not good. Uh, (laughs) But I picked up the—I forgot to say last week—I picked up uh, the Air Max Revolution from 2004 Retro um, for 25 pounds, brand new. Yeah, they've they've got like I reckon they've got like maybe three wears in them, and then I reckon the sole will go. (laughs) But uh, it's the same—it's the same midsole as a uh, Jordan Three. So that's it. Yeah. it's that's an easy, it, yeah. easy one to, to kind of replace. So I'll wear them a few times, see how they go, but they're old and I can see the air bubbles. So cloudy. So <laughs> it's going to be one of those ones where, yeah, yeah I'm going to need to get it fixed, but I'm really happy to have it for 25 pound with the uh, cool. OG box. And it's a cool shoe. It's just a, uh, something I, more of a collector's thing for me.
0: Um, that That is fired. What, what is the, um, what box does it come in? Like
3: the orange like the, ones? Yeah, the orange ones. No, no, like, you know, the, um, like the, dunk, orange ones. similar to the dunk, old dunk boxes. Uh, uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort of style. Um, it's fucked though. The box is f- like, yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's all right. It's all right. You know, Where did a bit you find that? eBay, man. Because I always look for that and a few, a few of the other old silhouettes uh, from that time period. In like a UK nine. Um yeah. Yeah, and yeah. they don't really pop up often. And when they do, they're just like mashed. Uh this pair wasn't and uh yeah, I could tell no one else wanted it because he had it there for like sixty pounds with best offer. And my first offer was uh, twenty five and he accepted it right away. So. <laughs> right <Wow. yeah. laughs>
0: that is such a come up, man. Beautiful shoe, man. When Which you Which colour
1: did you say you got? Was it blue? You see, yeah, white white yeah, and blue colourway. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Beautiful, beautiful yeah,
0: shoe. Uh... Jeffers, any um latest pickups? Any the Cop King.
2: I think I think <laughs> I'm not the cop King. But I think I think uh I, like like you Mo, um I last weekend I picked up the Travis Scott sixes mm. on the oh, weekend. That's oh, probably yeah. the biggest cop that I did this week. I did forget that I did enter the Bape Camo superstars and I got an email yesterday and it came today. Um and I never win. So I you know what the packaging that adidas is doing like i'm not talking about these uh, crushed nike boxes that you get from jd but like the, <laughs> the packaging of this uh bait box it's like super sturdy thick like but it's got its own lid it's like <laughs> they went totally all out to the paper to the whole box design like actually in hand I'm i'm kind of like tempted to keep them now i wasn't expecting to win so i just entered anyway but yeah. now that i have them i'm kind of like these are fire <laughs> i
1: think they don't, I, just, fire. I just don't think yeah. shelters would be comfortable for me i can imagine
2: oh yeah. uh, they're not as hard as they used to be they are a bit more softer so you can like press them they're like the rubber okay. is like different than i remember um, back in the day yeah like
1: was, early
2: like, 2000s yeah mm. yeah we used to sell them in it mo in first sport back in the day that's mm. when i used to have my first pair <laughs> um yeah. but these yeah. are they're, they're made slightly different they feel softer the rubber is not as thick
0: do you know what, yeah, just going back to that, actually, yeah, so me, Jeff actually got me my first job at First Sport, and that was at Marble Arch, um, that, I think that, that store now is Mothercare,
2: so. It I might think, have changed it again, I don't even know.
0: yeah, but actually, yeah, that was, that was really good memories, actually, that, I remember. That was a fun I, I was time. Kids. I was on kids, Jeff would be, like, on the floor or in the stock room, and we'd just, like, <laughs> shout at each other, like color codes and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. if it was superstars or whatnot you just like throw it out to me but yeah that was fun time what was the
1: discount saying back then was Was it
0: 25 or 20 yeah 25 or 30
2: and being at that age yeah uh and things are coming out (laughs) that is such such a dangerous area for for guys at that age into sneakers to be in especially when you see everything with discount price
1: yeah yeah it's like you're working for free spending your money where you work
2: (laughs) Yeah, your size. Oh, it's sold out when a customer asks you, but that's your size eight in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was, yeah. It was a
0: very entertaining time, man. That was... Wish, I wish... Yeah, I wish we could go back because it was just funny, man. It was just funny. And then, bloody... Then JD took over. Wow. <sighs> we, won't, we won't go into that. <laughs> nah. Anywho, for me... I haven't done me yet, have no, I? No, what would you get? Um. So, for me, this week, the wallet... Was not smashed.
1: Amazing.
0: Not, no no smashing of the wallet this week. Um, don't know. Just as Dean said, man, it's, it's just been super quiet. And it's been nice. It's been nice to just have a bit of a break and not really have to, like, stress or go mental over something on a Saturday morning or, you know, oh, enter this for me, enter that for me. So um this week, I've kind of just been keeping myself open to a potential ml manning air free cop so i just want to keep my keep my finances aside for that just in case like an opportunity arises so for me zero cops this week um cool all great cops boys um we are actually moving on to the next segment uh, so, we do have our special guest feature on today and we would like to play a quick game that we would like to call Sneaker First Thing. In this part of the podcast, we get to know our special guest, Jeff, via a type of word association game. Uh, so we say a word or a phrase and Jeffers, you have to say the first thing that comes to your mind. And we can only accept the first thing you say today. <laughs> ash will be hosting today's sneaker first thing so ash
1: over to you bro all right jeff 20 questions you ready yeah sure cool number one air or boost
2: <sighs> boost is life but air looks better
1: fair enough uh number two StockX. expensive <laughs> number three who's a better moonwalker me or you <laughs> <laughs>
2: Battle
1: <laughs> on real coming soon. Coming soon to a real near you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four, Dunk Lowe's or AJ1 Lowe's? Dunk Lowe's. Dunk Lowe's. Uh, number five, what do you think of the offspring community? <laughs> um, friendship. Okay. Number six, 3M or Glow in the Dark? 3M. Number seven, Worst lace swap you've ever seen.
2: When the when the colorway just has nothing to do with the shoe, uh, I'm a just I'm a just uh, I'm just gonna remove you from my followers.
0: <laughs> yeah, the first thing, yeah, the first
2: thing that comes. <laughs> I figure, man, but it's, I don't...
1: <laughs> <laughs> number eight, uh, shoes in a box, drop fronts or out on shelves. Shoes in a box. Okay, number nine, Travis Scott or off-white collabs.
2: Off-white collabs if I can buy them.
1: Number 10, resellers.
2: Mm, Necessary evil.
1: Number 11, what's the most amount of sneakers you've bought in one year?
2: I would say maybe
1: 40. God damn. Number 12, air shake or air worm? Worm. Perfect. Number Number 13, what's the best Filipino dish? Adobo. Wow. Perfect. Uh what do you think of sneaker Instagram?
2: Mainstream generic.
1: hmm Number fifteen, Nike SB Tiffany High. Dope or no? Nah? Dope. Uh number sixteen, how many pairs in your collection?
2: Uh round about hundred.
1: Okay. Uh number seventeen, when you worked at first sport, who got more numbers? You or Mo?
2: <laughs> no comment.
1: Number 18, have you ever resold sneakers?
2: I have got rid of pairs that I don't like. Got anymore. rid of? Or, I, or I've, I've enjoyed, yeah.
1: <laughs> number 19, what's the best shoe in your collection?
2: Um, I want to say my Pine Green um, Dunk Lows off-white.
1: Dope, dope, dope. And besides the breads, number 20, what is your grail?
2: I can't think of any other shoe except that on my mind oh, right, right now.
1: That's <sighs> good. Alright mate, you did good Thank you, thank you (laughs) Cool
0: That was good Ash Uh, Jeff, you did really good, you got 0 out of 20 We make (laughs) the same Every single uh, time we have a feature on So hopefully somebody does laugh Um, (laughs) But yeah uh, uh, Ash, that was a good one man Appreciate that Right lads, on to the next segment This is the part of the podcast we like to call Take my doll Or leave it, bro. This is a quick fire round. One of us names a bunch of sneakers. The HSU team will have to say whether it's take my dough or leave it, bro. Simple game. This week it's my turn to set the tone, so I'm going to say this in third party. Mo, let's go. So the first sneaker is it's the Air Jordan One Shadow 2.0. And Dean, let's go to you first
3: uh for me this is a leave it uh i just find it funny like it's it's fine it's an okay pair there's nothing wrong with it it's a nice colorway people will will like it but it's just i it sums up the way sneaker game has changed with the 1.0 shadow sitting and this one like going to be worth probably a couple hundred quid on resell and After uh that, yeah yeah, so like it's interesting, like the way I think it just sums up the way things have changed. But for me personally, because I, I have the 1.0 shadow, I just don't feel like I need this shoe. Um, so it's a
2: leave it for me. Jeff, what do you think? I mean, I've got the original shadows as well. Uh, I just clocked that the gray bit isn't even level, so it's not yeah. really a reverse. Yeah. Um,
0: that's it. Yeah, that's I, it.
2: I mean if I if it, if it's nice in person I would cop for retail but it's not necessary because I've got the original colorway.
0: Fair. Super fair. Um Ash,
1: uh do you know it's going to be annoying like what happens if all Jordan pairs now when you search for Jordan 1 Shadow you're never going to find the originals anymore. Uh, They're just going to cease to exist. Oh. This is going to be like the pair that comes up all the time. And what's yeah. funny is the gray is nothing like the shadow gray so I don't even know why it's even called that. Should be like the smoke gray or whatever but anywho, Um me I don't need it. I will take a pair if it comes just to have a look at it but I don't need this pair at all so I'll say leave it bro.
0: Fair enough fair enough for me at the same time yeah it's a, it's a leave it bro it's not a it's not a requirement for me and I don't have the Shadow 1.0s but <laughs> I, I would love a beer. Um This yeah this shoe for me isn't it's not it man um, with it being sort of new buck um throughout the whole like throughout basically the whole shoe apart from the toe box and mid panels um i know it's a super easy shoe to wear um i i just think it's not for me i think i need to put my priorities into other sneakers that i need to go back for um or also to try and acquire my number 1 that i'm trying to get
1: have there been many good jordan ones this year besides the neutral grays i'm trying to think well
0: uh, hyper yeah Um,
1: it's been a lot of new buck pay, hasn't it?
0: There has, yeah.
1: There has the uni blues are the same, yeah. It's interesting,
0: seems like it's going in that direction, isn't it? It's
1: a new theme for the year.
0: Moving on to the next shoe, lads, and we have the Nike SB Dunk Low Pro in the reverse Papa Bear, which is basically um, SB Dunk, obviously, uh, the SB tongue, it's got like a suede upper um mixed with some sort of i'd say what pebbled leather
1: yeah maybe
0: tumble bit of tumbled leather swooshes like a oak type of suede outsole it's got a it's like a blue outsole and yeah i don't know i don't know if there's if the suede on it is like that hairy type of long head towards the
1: heel looks a bit sticking out yeah Mm
0: -hmm. does look a bit does look a bit hairy um Ash, let's actually go to you first.
1: Um, it's a leave it bro for me. The leather looks pretty nice. I think if the swoosh was a different colour, I might possibly be interested, but I'm not big into navy in general, so leave it bro for me.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Uh Dean, how about you, bro?
3: Yeah, I, I don't like these at all personally. I think a lot of the SB heads will will like them, but the colours don't don't work for me. But yeah, the materials look nice. Um, just not something I'm, I'm interested in personally. So it's an easy leave it. Fair enough. Jeffers, how how are you feeling about these, man?
2: I mean, my favorite color is blue. (laughs) Uh, I didn't get the, uh, curry lows. I think it's quite nice. Like, um, I take my dough on these ones.
0: Cool. Very fair. Very fair. Um, for me, um, as you guys all know, I'm not a massive SB type of guy just because of the tongue and sort of the way it fits around my ankle. So for me, this is a leave it bro. So uh, yeah, I can actually move on from this one. Uh, the third shoe, lads, is the Nike Dunk Low Lemon Drop. Um, it is a majority, let's say, new buck upper with some tumbled leather on the toe box and mid panel. Speckled kind of swoosh, a sort of waffle tongue. It's got a lemon sort of type on top image on the heel counter on the lateral side not even sure if it no yeah just on the lateral side trans sort of like a dark charcoal-y translucent um outsole um jeff let's actually go to you first is this a take my dough or leave it bro for you
2: i think it's a leave it bro like i mean it's got pattern on the heel tab it's like all over the place i mean the only thing i really like on the shoe would probably be the gum sole I mean, I don't know the story behind the lemon on the side of the ankle. Um, the colourway is not really a bit of me. And the the quality doesn't look like it's there compared to the um, the bare pair. Yeah, I'll leave that.
0: Very fair, man. Very fair point. Um, Ash, how about you, man?
1: I was kind of semi-interested into it until I zoomed in on that swoosh. And it kind of put me off of the shoe, to be honest. So, so leave it, bro, for me. I probably will try on sneakers just because... Just to see, but I'm really not that bothered.
0: Fair enough, man. Just seems like a massive like abundance of like dunks, isn't it? Yeah. Like like, like um
1: I, I can know. imagine that colorway isn't exactly like the pictures as well. I bet it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. slightly <laughs> lighter than it is.
0: Yeah. Uh Dean, how about you, man?
3: You know, they look nice. Um it's tempting. It's tempting, but it's one of those pairs where if I didn't win it, I wouldn't cry, I wouldn't care. Um, but I could see them being really easy to rock. Yeah. But they, like like Jeff said, that quality worry as well, man. Uh, you just don't know.
1: So, what was the curry um, quality like? You got those there. It, it's you? quite nice, man. It's those great. are nice.
3: Yeah, and you know what? Uh, I've worn that pair a lot. It's really, really wearable. It goes with everything and easy to put on. So that's so why price i quite flew like up
1: too quick for me
3: <laughs> yeah it went it went crazy man um but yeah these are quite similar so i because of that it makes me feel like i don't need them but if i won them this is the sort of pair where i'd make the mistake of like i'm DSing it and just wearing <laughs> yeah, when <you> it yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally get you man totally get you for me it's a straight up it's a leave it bro for me that the whole colorway just doesn't resonate with me I don't i'm like finding... the tongue either yeah, I find it quite difficult to rock. I'm not sure how I would rock it unless you, you look like basically what Craig says is like a biscuit, like a custard cream. <laughs> a wafer, up. a wafer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, lads, on to the next shoe. And we actually have the Adidas XZ0006 inside-out shoe, which is basically, it's an inside-out, sneaker take on the aquas let's say aquas right
1: yeah um so ZX6, basically
0: six thousand, i guess zx 6 exactly and then it's supposed to be the aqua sneaker it's basically they've flipped it inside out to make it look like they've done a whole topsy-turvy on it i think i'll go first with this one um to be fair i don't think it looks that bad I actually think it's better than the OG Aqua. I don't know. That's going to probably annoy some people.
1: Yeah, annoy um, me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like it. I kind of like it, but. Um, I for you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like it, but um, I don't think I need it. For that reason, it's, it's, it's a leave it, bro, for me. Um, I do like the concept itself, though. Obviously, everyone loves a cell midsole. And yeah, I kind of like this inside out concept, man. So it, it kind of works, but just don't need it. So it's a leave it bro for me. Um, Ash, let's go to you, man.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this model. I think the laces look super thin. And it just doesn't work on this pair. The inside out thing. It's a great concept, bit gimmicky, but looks wise, it doesn't do anything for me. I think it's in two different colorways. I'm looking at the Aqua one. I've got the ZX, 8,000 Aquas, and I might prefer those. So easy leave it, bro. Fair enough, fair enough. Dean, how about you, man?
3: Yeah, it's an easy leave it for me, man. It just doesn't, doesn't do much for it's me. monstrosity. This,
0: uh... <laughs> Jeffers, how about you?
2: It's a, nice, it's a nice idea. Uh, I don't own any ZX um, Anidas. Um, I've tried them on, and ever since then, I've never had a, really any interest. So it was an easy leave it for me
0: very fair, man. Very fair. I think like, they've kind of tried to go for that whole deconstructed look as well, isn't it? If you look at the heel counter, you've got the exposed sponge. Like, can you see that there? I don't know if you can see that. But yeah, I I know what you mean. Right, lads. The last shoe of Take My Dough or Leave It Bro is the New Balance 991 Cross Slam Jam. And uh, it's like a, it's a majority dark sneaker. So... Different type of panels. Obviously, it's a nine nine one silhouette. Sort of chart. Let's say dark, dark grey on the toe box. Um, You've got them accent aglets on the laces as well. You've got. I I think that's a three M N on the mid. Sold. (laughs) Yeah. Straight away. (laughs) Very dope shoe. Everyone knows I'm. I'm like a nine nine one fan. Do you know what, this for, for me, I'm oh, sorry, I'll take this one first, lads. It's a potential, yeah, it's a potential take my dough, man. I have been looking at a few other um, 991s and I know I shouldn't be saying it like I'm waiting for a collab to buy another 991. But this pair is actually really, really nice. Super easy to wear, Will be will be good for all seasons as well. Yeah, I, I think this is really nice, to be fair. So it's it's a take my dough from me. Jeff, let's go to you next. What are you thinking about this shoe?
2: Well, I don't actually own any new balances, but I've seen them in hand. Uh, I know the materials are always dope. Even if this wasn't a collab, I, I think it would be a take my dough. I do really like the, the light grey pair. So yeah, it'd be a take my dough for me. I think they look nice.
0: Cool. Uh, Dean, how about you, man?
3: Yeah, do you know what? I think I'm with you guys. It's a really, really nice pair. Um, they did a great job on this. I think this will look amazing on foot, but I wouldn't pay resale. So if I get them, I'll definitely rock them and I'll keep them. Cause you know, it's going to be just supreme quality. I mean, the, the details are looking at the uh, up close images. They look, they look incredible. So so take my dough for me, but if I don't get them, I'm not going to lose any sleep.
0: Very fair, man. Super fair. Um, Ash. Let's go to you, man. Tell us.
1: Um, it's a, I say it's a take my dough. But the one reservation is speaking to a couple like New Balance guys. I'm on a couple Facebook forums and stuff. I have a feeling the 991 isn't going to be good for my feet from how people are spoken about. The fit mm-hmm. on it for me. A lot of people that have same sort of thing as me prefer 992s, 993s. Fit wise compared to the 991s. even was talking to Tom. He bought a pair. And he thought the same sort of thing. It wasn't the most comfortable shoe for him. So a so potential I would cop and might not fit me too well. But I think I do like how it looks. So it'll be worth testing out. Um, I know collaborations don't always have to be brand heavy, but I would have liked if it had like Slam Jam on the heel or something just to have it on there. Because I know KIF, they do a lot of collaborations where you don't even know it's a KIF mm-hmm. collaboration. That's like it's literally awesome. written on the inside awesome. or something. So I know branding isn't everything. It's not going to make the shoe look any better with having Slam Jam on it, but it would have been nice if it did. I think that's the only thing missing.
0: It's like it's kind of nice to hear about a different branded shoe other than an uh, Air Jordan One or something, for sure, easy, isn't it? So it's good. It's good. I really think New Balance are doing good things, man. They're definitely getting the attention of the of the collectors out there and the community. So big shout out to them, man. Um, Right, lads, so that takes us to the end of the podcast. We're about ready to close out episode 15 of Half Size Up. As always, it's been Dope Chopping It Up with you boys. In the meantime, do we have any shout-outs or honourable mentions? Ash,
1: let's go to you first. Same as usual. Shout-out to all the people getting involved with all the questions. Shout-out for Jeff to coming on. It's been very good having you on here, bro. And shout-out to the rest of the team as well. Dope, dope. Dean. Any uh, shout-outs or honourable
0: mentions?
3: Yeah, just the usual, man. Shout-out to everyone listening. Uh, Shout-out to Koya, Jeff, for coming on, being a great, great guest today, man. It's been super nice having you chop it up with us. And, yeah, just uh, shout-out to everyone that gets involved with the questions each week as
2: well.
0: Wicked, wicked. And, Jeff, man, give us your shout-outs, man. Give us your shout-outs.
2: Really, just you guys, man. The Half Size Up crew is just, like, doing big things. I really appreciate you guys having me on. I've had a, a nice catch up with you guys. You guys are like extended family to me. So I felt that, that that was a really nice way to end the weekend. So thank you for having me on. Pleasure.
0: That's dope, That's dope man. Getting a bit emotional now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, it's been wicked having you on, man. Don't forget to follow Jeff at Jayabenajar on Instagram for that daily dose of top down on foot shots on his feed um shout out to the local and global audience that's been tuning in week in week out big shout out to you guys also half size up was brought to you today by the pink miracle shoe cleaner cleaner the original shoe cleaner since 1985 use our code half size up 15 for 15 percent off your purchase online don't forget, we're a weekly podcast and you can follow us on Instagram at Half Size Up Pod. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, many more, plus YouTube. We want to say a big thanks from the entire Half Size Up team. I've been Merkel Mo Man with my co-host Dean Still.
2: Have a great week, guys.
0: Ash Bash. Catch you later, people. And today's feature, Jefferson.
2: Stay safe. My name's Jeff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> see you next week we are outie that was dope man Jeff really came with 21 Jump Street you know pro, pro. <laughs> that was wicked man last one Jeff
3: dope yeah, one guys.
0: So-